0: In the name of the one true God who is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. I think if there's one thing we can all agree on this morning is that we need the Lord every day. But I think it's also true that there are occasions when we really need desperately need the love and the healing that comes only from Jesus. And those are occasions when there's a serious illness or injury from a bad accident, perhaps uh, a financial problem, want, or other things, you know, the loss of a dear friend, um, trouble in school, trouble with uh, college or, or high school or nursery school. Those are times when we really need Jesus. And we all have them. I'm sure there's not a person in the sanctuary who doesn't have some big worry right now and seeks the Lord's calming help. But along those lines, I just wanted to say this, this past week, a dear friend of ours prayed for us I don't want to embarrass her, but her name rhymes with Wisa. (laughs) Anyway, she said to us in this prayer, and it has really stuck with me, Jesus went through locked doors. He pushed away stones and got out of a tomb. And even in the Apostles' Creed, it says that he descended into hell. And her point was, there's nowhere that Jesus cannot and will not go for us to heal us and save us. Nowhere. He'll go anywhere. And as a neighbor of mine said I I related this prayer to this neighbor of ours and she said yeah but you have to ask him. He won't just do it. You have to pray and ask him. Well in any case that has stuck with me It's so funny because this gospel story today of the raising of Lazarus is so timely with this. If you've noticed, this healing, the revival of Lazarus is different from most of Jesus' healings. Because usually, Jesus is on the road. He's going somewhere. And he'll be walking with the disciples or a crowd and someone will say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Or he'll he'll be walking down a country road and he'll see a man up in a tree. Zacchaeus, come down. I want to talk to you. Or he's passing through Samaria and stops at a well for a drink of water and ministers to this Samarian woman spiritually, turns her whole life around. And in doing so, he changes the spirit of a whole town because she became a witness for Christ. But this is different. (laughs) It's different because Jesus got this message from Mary and Martha, the the sisters of Lazarus, and they were friends. And the message was, please come at once, my brother Lazarus is ill unto death. And the, he tells the disciples, we're going to go to Bethany. We're going to see Lazarus, but we're going to wait a few days. And the disciples are, well, why do you want to go there? They just The Jews there were going to stone you. Why do you want to go back there? He said, we're going back. Lazarus will be asleep, but we will wake him. And the disciples are all scratching their heads. What does he mean by that? Well, he waits four days because for weeks, months, he's been telling the disciples and the crowds who he is, that he's the Messiah. And he's saying today, now I'm going to show them, big time. So he goes to Bethany, and they're getting close to the house. And Martha comes out, and says, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would not have died. And after a while, Mary comes out. Guess what she says? The same thing. Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Now remember that these two sisters are as different as can be. When Jesus and his disciples were having a meal there, Martha fussed with the dinner and getting everything ready. Mary was kneeling at the feet of Jesus. And Martha got angry at her. Why don't you, Master, make her help me. And he said... Mary has chosen the better part. But they agreed on this. That if Jesus had come sooner, their brother wouldn't have died. But there was a reason that he did this. Because he wanted to prove to the sisters and to all else who doubted him. He wanted to show them who he was. But I'm going to raise Lazarus from the dead and then they'll believe. Not that how great I am, but that the Father who sent me, sent me here. There were some, the, the verse says that uh, there were some others there that said, why, this, why couldn't this man who opened the eyes of the blind man have saved his friend? So there's so much, there's doubt in that room. And then this is going to dispel that doubt. So Jesus goes to the, the tomb tells him to roll the stone away and he just yells out, Lazarus, come out and he comes out he comes out that's because the word of Jesus the voice of Jesus is so all powerful that even the dead obey him even the dead I would say to you But this is a a very affirming thing for us today with our problems. I mean, if he helped Lazarus, brought him back from the dead, why won't he help us if we ask him? Because as I said earlier, there's nothing that he can't go through. There's no place that he can't go to heal us and save us. The only part of this story that I don't like is that John doesn't tell us what Lazarus' reaction was. I mean, I'd love to know, hey, Lazarus, what was it like? Did you see anything? Do you remember anything? Was there a bright light? But all we know is that a couple chapters later, we know that Jesus and his disciples returned to that house. And it says that Lazarus was reclining at table with, with Jesus also that the Jews not only wanted to kill Jesus, but Lazarus too. So, hey, I went through this once. I want us all to take great affirmation from this story because it shows us that Jesus is a loving, compassionate person who, who wants the best for us. He knows, you know, He promised that whatever you go through, I'll be with you. You will have trials and tribulations of this world. But be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Let's always remember that and the raising of Lazarus, because it's true. It happened. And he still lives. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit.